0: Hello everyone, welcome back to another edition of To The Point Podcast. Uh, it's Super Bowl week, as we get here to Friday, get to the weekend, we're going to have the Super Bowl Sunday night, but before the game, um, you know, he's been on a few times, we've been talking football all year, said it's only right, we finished off the football coverage, bringing uh, Matt Wright back on. So, Writer, uh, thanks so much for joining me again, and I'm looking forward to talking about the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, Jug, uh, thanks for having me on, looking forward to uh, to the big game this Sunday, and it's been a pretty crazy, wild NFL season, and it's, it's just nice that we're able to, you know, get to a Super Bowl, because who would have known that at one point if there would have been one? So it's nice that, you know, we can, you know, unfortunately not see your friends, but get together, you know, with your, you know, for me, it's going to be me and my roommate watching the game, but uh, I'm actually really excited. This is a Super Bowl. So, you know, some years you're, you know, some really excited. Other years you're, yeah. you know, eh, Super Bowl, I'm going to watch, but I'm not really into it this year. I'm, I'm There's some good storylines, so I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. No, likewise. Um, And like you said, I mean, I, you can blame the NFL for a lot of stuff. They don't handle like PR that well. Uh, I don't think they handle cases of domestic violence all that well. We've seen a lot of that over the years, but for them to get through this COVID situation and to get to the end of the year and to not have to cancel any games, I mean, they postponed a few, but to get to the finish line, I mean, they deserve a ton of credit. And, you know, just for people's mental health, Matt, I mean, for me, I know it's such a, having the NFL on every Sunday, Thursday night, Monday night, it's just, it's a staple of my life. So it's, it's been, it's been great to have it on through COVID.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I know for me, kind of, I'm at the rank so much that, you know, I enjoy getting home and throwing an NFL game on on a Sunday night and just kind of just relaxing and, you know, it puts me in a good state of mind. So it's this uh, NFL season has definitely been a, been a blessing and, I'm gonna miss it, but uh, it's not over yet, and I'm looking forward to uh, to the big game on Sunday.
0: Yeah, and before we get to to the big game, obviously there's been some news in the two weeks prior to the Super Bowl, um, and I'll start with the the Jerry Goff Matthew Stafford trade. Obviously, uh, the Rams plunge; they get Stafford, they trade to Detroit, Jared Goff, um, two first round picks in 2022, 2023, and then a third rounder in this year's draft. Um, what'd you make of the deal for both sides and, uh, how do you think it shakes up?
1: Well, the first thing I thought of was the LA Rams do not like going to the draft. They haven't <laughs> drafted in what, seven years in the first round. And obviously that's going to continue. Yeah. But, uh, I initially I was like, well, that's, you know, that's a lot to be giving up. I was, I, I was like, I, at first I really didn't like it. I was like, you know, I can't believe you're giving up you know that much mm. for, you know, a quarterback who, you know, hasn't really done anything yet. But then I got to thinking about, you know, throw this to the NHL where the Chicago Blackhawks, you know, they've won, they won three Stanley Cups. Now they really, you know, they have no picks. They have some big contracts and everyone's like, Oh, they're terrible. But you know what? They won three Cups. So if you think Matt Stafford's your guy, if you think he's the missing piece to get you over the top, you know, what's worth a couple more years of being a team that makes the playoffs and then gets knocked out in the first or second round. If you think this is the guy who's going to win you the super bowl, then if I'm a fan, I'm like, you know, I would trade one super bowl for five years of making the playoffs and getting knocked out in the first round.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I agree completely. Uh, you know, I, I think your comparison is apt. I mean, Chicago or LA. Yeah. They, they suck right now, but they won. So they can suck and be like, well, we won, you know, we did what we had to do. You look at Buffalo or Edmonton, like you haven't won anything. So going through all this misery and not having picks, drafting wrong, you know it doesn't shake up as well. But you know for Stafford, he's been—I think he's been a mid-pack quarterback in his career. Uh, I think he's can elevate with the right players. But other than Megatron, he hasn't really had an elite player play alongside him. Um, his running game has been okay at best I mean the averaging 75 yards rushing a game I mean that's not a lot in the NFL um but with Robert Woods with um Cooper Cup you know Higby uh Akers Henderson I think they could I think they're a perennial they can be a perennial Super Bowl threat now with with Stafford and with the team that they have assembled
1: yeah I, I I agree and I also like it for Detroit too let's not forget about them I think this is a good move for Detroit um now they have to make some good picks here with these first round, but it's a new, it, I think it's a good turn for Detroit where they're, they're saying, all right, you know, we're going to step back. We're going to rebuild and we're going to try and build this thing up. Right. I wonder what's, uh, what's Adam beers thinking of the trade. I don't know if yeah. you've talked to him, but you know, Jared Goff still is a salvageable quarterback. He's not, I wouldn't say he's a top 10 quarterback in the league, but it's not like they're, they have an, you know, the worst quarterback in the league now. No. Um, the question is, you know, for LA, it, you know, it's a great quote. Uh, is the juice worth the squeeze? Mm-hmm. You know, is this, is this deal to get Stafford worth giving up that much? You know, we can argue, you know, go back and forth about it now. You know, we're going to have to wait a year or two to find out. We're not going to know whether the deal, it's like the Shea Weber, PK Subban deal back in hockey few years, you know, right away. Initially, oh, it looked like, you know, national won the deal. Now it's looking like maybe. You know, Montreal won a deal, but so you, a lot of these deals, you can't, you know, say right away who won, who lost. Now, if LA goes out and win the Super Bowl next year, they look like a genius. Now, if they go out and Matt Stafford gets hurt in third game, then I don't know, but that's part of what can happen. You roll the dice, but I like it. I like the trade for both teams, really.
0: Yeah. And I like, roll. I'd rather roll the dice, you know, the, Bay, the Babe Ruth quote, uh, you know, he led, led the league in home run. He led the league in strikeouts, but also led the league in home runs. Eventually you get to the plate, you're going to hit one. Um, I, I like Stafford in that sense, because he's a tough son of a bitch. I mean, they could say a lot of things about him. He's taken a beating over his career and he, he gets back up. I mean, there's games this year. He shouldn't have played. I mean, you're playing for Detroit. You got you're not making the playoffs and he still played. So I give him a ton of credit for that. Um, but you know what, LA has got an elite defense too. I mean, with Donald, mm-hmm. with Jalen Ramsey, I mean, if, if you can just put up, you know, 20, 23 points, I think a lot of nights they're going to win. Cause when you got Aaron Donald, when you got Leonard Floyd, when you got that pass rush, you, you got a good chance to win any night really against that against anybody.
1: Yeah. He doesn't have to go out and put up 45 points a game now. You no. know, like- his mindset changes of how he's going to approach a game. And I think this makes LA really exciting. I'm, I'm excited to watch. I know this year I'm a big Robert Woods and Cooper cup fan. I, I mean, I bet the over on them almost every week and they seem to hit. So I think this, they're, I think their games are going to even explode even more. I think this offense becomes even more dynamic. Now they put a lot of faith in Stafford. Hopefully he can deliver. But it's going to, it makes for a very, I mean, it makes that division even tougher now. You Mm -hmm. know, if you're the other teams, you're thinking, oh man, you know, LA is good. Now they're even better. So it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens next year. But I like, I like the trade and I like teams that go out and make a, make a statement, you know, whether it's the right move, whether it's the wrong move, at least they're doing something to try to make their team better.
0: Right. No, agreed. And what do you think for, you know, San Francisco, they missed the playoffs this year. They had some quarterback injuries that, you know, Kittle was out all year, Sherman. Do you think this puts additional pressure on them? I mean, they already got Arizona in the division. They got, uh, obviously, Seattle, who's a perennial playoff team. Um, Do you think this kind of lights a fire under John Lynch's ass to maybe make a bigger splash here in the Mm offseason?
1: Well, I mean, there's a quarterback sitting in Houston right now who doesn't seem too happy. There's, you know, there's an option right there for you that you could look at, but yeah, I think it, uh, I think it does speed up the process for some other teams knowing that, you know, when, when everyone else is good, if, if you don't make the moves either, you know, you're going to fall back. Look at, I mean, look at this, even though the Sens won last night in the NHL, look at the Sens, you know, they're, they're rebuilding, but all these other teams are strong in their division and most nights they're getting waxed. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, I think it does kind of speed up the process, especially with teams that are, you know, only maybe a couple pieces away, like San Francisco was at a super bowl.
0: Yeah. Very, very recently.
1: Exactly. Right. So they're, they still have that mindset of, you know, let's get, let's get back again. So I think it does kind of speed up that process of making a move quick.
0: Yeah. I mean, Deshaun would be great there. Um, but you know, currently they got your buddy there, porn star, Jimmy, um, at quarterback, uh, you think he's the answer long-term uh, I'm not sold on him, but he's had some injury problems, but do you, do you like him as a starter in the NFL?
1: Honestly, I just haven't seen enough of him. Yeah. Like, even though I just haven't, like, he just, he's always hurt. Like it's hard to judge a guy, you know, the best tool that any player can have is longevity. Mm-hmm. is being healthy like you know you can have all the tools but if you're not on the field what's it worth you right mean, what's what's the value of a guy who you know maybe can go out there and put up 35 points for you a night but if he's not healthy and he's not in the lineup then how does he benefit you I I think that Stafford move honestly really scares a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo even mm-hmm. a little more thinking you know what's my future hold I think it's going to be interesting to see what San Francisco does. I do you think San Francisco thinks he's the guy or not? Cuz what I'm hearing is I don't think they believe in him either.
0: No, I don't think they I don't think I think if Shanahan had his I think he'd like Deshaun. I think uh definitely he'd take a shot at Deshaun. Maybe I mean there was rumors they wanted Tom Brady last year in the offseason that they they were ready to to give him an, an offer and you know Brady just decided he'd rather go to Tampa Bay, which you know good on him, it's worked out. Um but yeah, and they were just in the Super Bowl last year. So they were ready to cut bait with, with Garoppolo then. So I mean you can't believe everything you read, but I, I don't I don't think they're hundred percent comfortable with 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 Jimmy. Uh, plus they got Kittle. I mean they you got a team to win. I mean Kittle's a stud. You want the best possible quarterback with somebody like him to give him the ball.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. It's uh, you know San Francisco's an interesting team. As like we said, they were, you know, Super Bowl. I mean, they're in the Super Bowl <laughs> right there. So, what they decide to do, it's going to be an interesting offseason for a lot of teams. Very interesting offseason to see what happens. It's nice to see some big moves happening, you know, this early. It gives us something to talk about, not just maybe talking Super Bowl. It gives us, you know, something else to talk about, which is exciting.
0: Yeah. We mentioned a few times so far Deshaun Watson. Obviously, he's, it's been a saga in Houston where apparently, you know, the team said, we'll give you some input in who we hire as general manager. And that was fine. He gave us kind of his two cents and there were two finalists for the job. I know one was Lewis Riddick who uh, works for ESPN. He does Monday Night Football. I think he's one of the better football minds that I listened to. I think he's just a, he's a really knowledgeable guy. He didn't get the job. They give it to a New England guy. And, you know, he's white and they've been hiring New England guys seems like for a decade now, but... And he, he's the trust seems to be gone with the organization. The organization's terrible. I mean, they don't got any picks. They you know they don't have a pick till the third round this year. I mean, they're, they're a mess. Went went four and twelve. So if you're put on your Deshaun Watson hat, Matt, if you're Deshaun, do, are you will you are you willing to hold out to get out of Houston if you're if you're him
1: now? I'm not a big fan of holdouts right now in in saying this, I myself held out in junior. So I got traded my second year in junior to a team that was, you know, in the same boat that Deshaun Watson's in now where didn't see a future. Didn't, you know, didn't just didn't, wasn't happy there. So Uh I decided to help hold out for a week or sorry for a month. And I realized something really quick that, Teams are okay with letting you hold out. But the difference between me and Deshaun Watson is they couldn't get much for me at the time. They they couldn't trade me for a, you know, Jared Goff, two first round picks and a third. Yeah. So what I mean by that is I think the trade that happened with Stafford really benefits Deshaun Watson Mm -hmm. because now the Texans know they can get a lot for him. So I think they're going to trade him. I, I, I think that the benefit is there to trade him because you're going to get a lot for him, And you can tell he's not, he's not playing it. He, he played his last game as a Houston Texan. Yeah. Um, that's for sure. Uh, I think there's a list of teams where he can go and I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about it, but he definitely, in my opinion, played his last game. I think he holds out as long as possible, but I think they're going to trade him this off season because the market's hot. And from what just happened, I think the Texans know they need picks. So I think they trade them within, I think they trade them within the next month.
0: Yeah. I mean, they got to trade them before the draft. I mean, so that's late April. So if you're going to trade them, if you don't trade them before the draft, there's no point in trading them because you're yep. just getting, you know, picks for next, you know, the next cycle. But yeah if I was him, I would hold out. And normally I am with you. I don't like people that hold out. I don't like people that demand trades. Like I talked about Victor Mete this week on the podcast. That didn't sit well with me. Like he's done nothing to deserve to ask for a trade. Even Sam Bennett, uh, you know, be more consistent. Like, I don't, that's just, it's not my nature. Um, But, you know, for Deshaun, well, I mean, he's a top five quarterback and he played on a four and 12. I mean, he was, unreal this year and you went four and 12 and then you have this organization that's been terrible from jump um i would hold out but i think hopefully it can get resolved before you know mini camps and stuff like that because that i don't want his reputation to take a hit because you you and me both know his it will with the media even even if he's in the right he'll take some some bullets on this decision
1: yeah even if you're completely right a hundred percent right no one likes something like the holdout. It, it's only going to hurt your reputation. It doesn't make it better. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they trade them before the draft get settled in a new spot. Uh, there's a list of teams that, you know, I think would be good. I mean, there's a lot of teams that benefit or having Deshaun Watson, but I think there's a few teams that could really, uh, you know, really, really push to have him next year on their roster. And maybe I'm going to throw to you who, if there's one team for you, Judge, where you'd see him going. who, who are you looking at?
0: Yeah, I had San Fran up real high. Um, yeah, San Fran would be probably be number one for me, just because I think they're, I think they can give away picks and not have to strip a lot from the roster. And you know, they, Nick Bosa is going to come back healthy. I mean, his rookie year, he was a stud. I mean, him and his brother are both great pass rushers. You got Fred Warner there in the middle, who I really like. Uh, you know, they got K- uh, Kittle. You know, uh, Ayuk is a really interesting player. He's really athletic. Um, I think he, he's, he'd get weapons there. Um, but, you know, if they wanted to trade in the AFC, which I wouldn't recommend, I think the best team to trade with in the AFC is for Deshaun, because he has a no trade, is Miami. Um, they could flip Tua, and then you could get your pick back, which was Houston's that Miami has right now, the third overall pick and you could get more after that. But uh, what about you? Uh,
1: I I put together a list of teams because there's a lot that could have them now with the no trade and with, you know, some teams not having the picks, I'm just going to go kind of through a list of teams. I, as a Patriots fan, I would love to see them in a Patriots Jersey. Now, is that going to happen? Probably not. The Patriots are known for really not making any big moves. Mm. I, I just can't, I can't see them doing it. I'd love for it to happen, but, they, I, I, don't see it. I don't see it. In the Patriots, for me, a team I'd love to see them on, which I think would really benefit, is the Colts. Oh yeah. I, I think yeah. the Colts have a great D. I think they play the right way. They need a quarterback now. I think if if a Deshaun Watson came into the Colts, it would be game changing for them. That's right. kind of the team I'm on now. I don't know about their pick situation. I don't know where they stand, and I don't know how full their cupboards are. But the Colts would be a team. Um, I looked at the Broncos. I don't th- see them doing it, but they could use them. Uh, the Washington football team is another, another, I don't know what their quarterback situation is moving into next year, but it would be a team, um, who knows about the Eagles where they stand with their tire fire, but they're there. Who knows if you'd want to even go into that mess. Yeah.
0: yeah um, good luck Deshaun.
1: Yeah. The 49ers were there, Miami, and then two other teams that I found kind of interesting, were the Falcons and the Bears. Mm-hmm. Now, those are two teams right there who, you know, Matt Ryan, he's getting getting up there. Um, I don't know what they're going to do in that situation. Now the Bears is a team kind of like the Colts. The two that I highlighted were the Colts and the Bears, which I think would benefit most for having them.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with the Colts. Uh I don't know if they trade in division Because I mean, I wouldn't want to do that. Because you got to play. That's the thing,
1: right? That's the thing. I don't think they trade in division.
0: I mean, with what they have, I mean, they got you know Jonathan Taylor is looking like a a stud running back. I mean, you know Darius Leonard on defense, like you said, DeForest Buckner. I mean, I think if you went to the Colts, they would be the Super Bowl favorite. They'd be right there with Kansas City. I think for me, like they would be, they'd be close because the Colts are really close right now. I you know they lost the Bills, but with a better quarterback than Philip Rivers, they could have been in the AFC championship game this year. So um, yeah, I, I like, I like the Colts a lot. Um, you yeah, the Washington football team's intriguing because they don't have a quarterback uh, right now. Um, they, you know, it's said that uh, Houston wants defensive good def- really good defensive players in the trade, but Washington's got an abundance of them. So that would work. I think they have the, I think they have like the 18th or 19th pick. So that's, it's a first rounder. You get, you get a first rounder. You don't have any right now. Um, and, you know, add on after that. But yeah, I, it's, it's tough because you, Deshaun is not going to get traded somewhere where the cupboard's bare. Cause what's okay. the point? You know, that's what he's got in Houston. So it's, yeah. it's a difficult trade to pull off.
1: It's, it's, it's a trade that really makes or breaks a franchise or may, or could make or break a GM. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's one that if it's a GM and it hits, you basically just got yourself a job for life. Yeah. Now, if it's one where you trade them and you get, you, you blow it, you might lose your job and you may never get another one. Yeah. So it's, uh, hopefully it happens. I mean, I'm going to be, I'm I'm keeping an eye on it, but like you said, I don't want this to, to fester into next year. Mm-hmm. I want to see this get resolved because it's only going to get worse for everyone involved. Let's just get this over with. Let's get a clean break. He doesn't want to be there. Seems like most of their players don't want to be there, but, but I mean, there's another guy, JJ Watt. What do you, I seen there's been, you know, the last speculation that he doesn't even want to be there now.
0: Yeah. Uh, what do you think happens there? I think he probably moves on. I think it's for the best. I think the organization probably wants him to move on to I mean, He's been a, a great player for them, obviously two time defensive player of the year and he's, he's a battling guy. I have a lot of respect for him, but I think maybe he goes back to Green Bay. Uh, that's where he's from the Wisconsin area. Um, they could use him on defense because their, you know, their defense hasn't been great in the past couple of years. He's not what he used to be, but I still think he can add a veteran presence to a defense there. But I wouldn't, you know, if I was him, I would not want to stay in Houston. I mean, you're, you're going to lose for a period of time now and he's only got a couple of years left in his career. So you might as well try to go to a contender and, you know, win that super bowl.
1: And in saying this, how hot the market is right now, like if you can get a first round pick for JJ Watt, trade him right now. Oh yeah. Like, trade him. trade him yesterday. If, mm-hmm. if you can get a first round for him. like they need to restock these covers and they're going to be bad. So if you're going to be bad, why don't you just be really bad? Trade your better players, get some more picks, You know, the next two drafts, you know, get some first rounders with these, with these high end guys you have trade them be bad for a couple of years. And then, you know, maybe in, yeah, you're going to take some heat from the media. You're going to take some heat from your fan base, but maybe in two or three, maybe in three or four years, you're back in a playoff hunt compared to right now, where it's just Mm -hmm. if you hold on and let these guys sit, I mean, they, they could be out for eight, nine years with nothing going on right for them.
0: Yeah. And the other thing, Matt, we both know it's different. The NFL draft, you draft a guy at 29, he's playing the next year. Mm -hmm. Not like hockey. That guy is not sniffing the league for three years, if not, maybe more. Um, You know, Montez Sweat for the Washington football team was drafted 29th overall. He's pretty damn good. Uh, Like Lamar was drafted 32nd. You know, he's a pretty, he's looked pretty good in his career so far. He's won an MVP. So you can find really good players, late first, early second, we see it every year. So I think getting hung up on where the team is when it comes to the draft pick can sometimes uh, make management look stupid. Like you said, if you can get a first for JJ Watt and it's green Bay and it's the 29th pick or whatever it is, do it. Who cares? It, you don't have one right now. You can flip it. You can move up. You know, you can do things.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. I, I, I think at the end of the day, the situation needs to be handled before the draft. Mm -hmm. for whatever you're going to do with your star guys get it done now because it's only going to bring more bad press to you and your fans are going to your fans are just confused right now so just give them something to either be happy or pissed off at least give them something to think about
0: yeah what about the Jets I mean that's a rumored team that he wants to go to I don't love it for him I don't think they're really that close to being a great team but what do you make of their prospects for Deshaun
1: I don't I don't like it either. Like I said, they're not on my list that I put, but you know, mm-hmm. there's one thing about New York. It's New York. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing about New York is you can make, if you're, it's like Toronto in the NHL, right? If You can go and if you can win in Toronto, you're a legend. You're going to make so much money on endorsements if you can bring a winning team. So if he goes there and he plays well and turns them into winning franchise, he's going to make way more money than anywhere else just on endorsements alone. Yeah. So there's something that pe- some guys like that opportunity of taking, you know, a team in a big market that aren't very good right now and turn it around. But I don't like it myself. I don't, I don't see them there. I don't, I don't think the jets are close at all. Um, they have, I just don't like it. End of story. But Hey, if he wants to go there, by all means, buddy, have at yeah. it.
0: I mean, yeah. All the jets have in the past 30 years is Joe Namath, you know, doing this. That's it. <laughs> The, the, the only thing they got is Rex and dressing up with his brother and Mark Sanchez running into a guy's ass. I mean, that's it. That's all they, that's all they got in the resume. But if he went there and, and turned it around, I mean, he would be a living legend. I mean, he, he would, they'd never forget his name in New York. I mean, that, that would just be incredible.
1: Exactly. And and the thing is, if, if you go to the Patriots, you're always going to be compared to Tom Brady. All right. If you go to, you know, Green Bay, like Aaron yeah. Rodgers is still compared to Brett Favre now. Derek Jeter,
0: Dede Gregorius, when he uh, took over for him.
1: Exactly right. So if you go to, to a spot where they, you know, he could go and be the guy, and if he could turn it around, he becomes a legend. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, even if he got into the playoffs, he becomes a legend. Yeah. <laughs> so, So, I mean, it's intriguing, but I think there's other teams that would be, would benefit having a more, where he could actually have a chance to win a Super Bowl next year.
0: Yeah, agreed. I think you know we mentioned the Colts, we mentioned San Fran. I think either of those teams get him, they're a Super Bowl threat, and you know they're right up there with with anybody at, at winning it. Um, but yeah, we'll keep monitor that. And hope, uh, like we both said, hopefully it doesn't go on all off season because I don't want to see that for him because I'm a fan of him. I, I like watching them play. Um, So moving on to the big game, Um, we got an intriguing matchup of, you know, the new kid on the block, so to speak, and Patrick Mahomes with the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl last year. They return after only Mahomes only lost one start this year. He's only lost one start in the past like calendar year, uh, past year and a half, sorry, to Derek Carr of all quarterbacks. So that's a funny little stat against, you know, old man river in Tom Brady uh, in his new team, the Buccaneers first season, they get to the super bowl, uh, his 10th appearance, you know, just incredible, uh, you know, 10 super bowls in, in 19 seasons as a starter, you know, that'll never, that'll never happen again. Um, but for you biggest key for the bucks to win this game, what, what is it?
1: The biggest key for the bucks to win this game is you cannot make mistakes. Mm-hmm. You cannot turn the ball over. You cannot, you know, have bad coverage, down, you can't get beat downfield with a with a, just a someone making an, uh, an easy fake and then getting an 80 yard touchdown. Uh, you have to play, I think, the same way you played two weeks ago. I think for them, they have to play. I was talking to my friend, uh, the other day, and he said, For the Bucks to win, they have to play an A game. Mm-hmm. The Kansas City Chiefs can play a B game and still win, but the Bucks have to play, they have to have their best game of the season. And they, they can't make mistakes. I think they have to slow the game down too. I think they have to try to run the ball. If they can do it, we'll see. But I think they have to try and run. Brady's going to have to have a game. You know, he's going to have to make some plays. And one of the receivers is going to have to break free for a big touchdown, I think. I think there's going to have to be a play where Mike Evans or Godwin or Antonio Brown or someone busts free for a 70-80-yard touchdown. Which, you know, they one of them could easily do it, but I think that has to happen.
0: Yeah, maybe it's little Scotty Miller. Maybe it's uh, you know, he's he's quick. Maybe. Um he is. But Yeah, I, I agree with most of what you said. I, I also, you know, Brady, the biggest thing you know, Bucks have made it to the Super Bowl. Brady hasn't played that well in, in the playoffs. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, last week he, he had a great first half. I thought he was vintage Brady. Second half, he was a deer in the headlights. I mean, three picks, all of them were really bad. They were all on him, uh, you know, just yeah, especially that third one. He just threw it up in the air basically. But, you know, I trust Brady to play well in the Super Bowl. But, yeah, I think for, for the Bucs, you know, the Chiefs, the biggest story for me is their offensive line. I mean, they got both tackles mm-hmm. are out in Mitchell Swartz and Eric Fisher. That's a huge blow for them. They got one of them – one of the guys who's covering is Mike Remmers, he was lined up against Vaughn Miller in the Carolina-Denver Super Bowl. Yep. And yeah, Vaughn, two and a half sacks, won the <laughs> We saw how um, that turned out. Yeah, didn't turn out well for Remmers. Um, so I think for them, sacking Mahomes, you know, getting pressure on him, making it uncomfortable. Aaron Rodgers really wasn't settled the whole day against, um, against the box two weeks ago. He, you know, he got sacked five times. I mean, that's, that's a huge key to the game for me. And mm-hmm. I agree with, with your big play that can happen against this chief's defense. Cause they like to cheat a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Tyron Matthews always fun to watch on the on the other side, but I think it could be Scotty Miller. It could be AB depending on how healthy he is. Uh, but another thing for, for the Bucks, Matt is they need to catch the F and ball. Oh, Chris Godwin right Evans, uh, they for I mean, they, they're getting little dump passes and, and he's dropping it. They need to, they can't drop five six balls against Kansas City because they're gonna lose.
1: There, there were a few plays a couple of weeks ago where I've seen snakes have better hands than Leonard Fournette. Yeah. <laughs> there were like, oh, it was so frustrating to watch because I had Brady on the over passing yards mm-hmm. as a gambler, and I was losing my mind. Like these, you can't miss those plays. You you need those five yard receptions. Yeah. Second and five. You need, you know, second and six, not second and ten. It, it just ch- completely changes the, the the your playbook. when you, you have so many more options when second and five compared to second and ten. And they need to make those catches. It was embarrassing, really, that they were dropping that many. Like, all of them. Godwin had two easy drops. Like, oh, it yeah. just can't happen against Kansas City. Because those drops lead to three and outs. And you cannot have too many three and outs. Like, I think if you... You can't three and out against Kansas City. You just can't. So, whether it's go down the field and kick a field goal, like there's maybe you maybe one or two times you can go three and out all game, but I think that's it, really.
0: Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't think more than two times because you're gonna you're gonna get caught because eventually your defense can make a stop, but eventually Mahomes is gonna do something that you didn't know a human being could do, and then he'll just mm-hmm. throw the ball on one leg, and you know it, it'll something will break, but. Yeah, I mean, Godwin, I think, dropped six passes in the playoffs. I mean, that, he made some tough catches last week. That one, that deep ball, that was a great catch. And then he gets a little shallow cross and it drops it. I'm like, what the hell? And, but yeah, I, I, but I, you know, this is a closer game than I think people are, you know, it's a three point. It's got, actually got bet down. It was at three and a half now. I think it's the line's three. So, you know, it's a pick em. Um, but for Kansas City, do they have? Do they need to play a certain way for you, or you know, all systems go? Or, or kind of, where do you see them? What's the What's the key
1: for them to win? Uh, well, I I think you nailed it on the head earlier. Their offensive line,
0: mm-hmm. I think
1: that is the key. Can they? I mean, if they give Mahomes any time, any time at all, you know, he's making plays. Um, I I mean, let's. In my opinion, they have the best one of the best. You know, tight ends in the game, if not the best tight end in the game. Uh, it's hard
0: to argue he's not the best. It's,
1: it's hard to argue the way he's played this year. I mean, you know, you know they're going to try and get him the ball. Um, he could make some big plays. I think for Kansas City, it's you know, stay the course, which is weird to say in a Super Bowl, but I think just don't overthink it. You know, even though you're matched up against Brady, you know, who's been there so many times, play the way you know how to play. You know, you can say that to little kids. Go out there and you know, just you, have fun. If, yeah, if, if you if you're a shooter, shoot the puck. You know, if you're a passer, pass. You know, it, same thing. You guys, guys, do what you've done for the last two years. But mm-hmm. I think there's you uh, know now it comes down to the Holmes and Brady. I know we're going to get into it on you know the, how big this game is for both of them. But I as I'm a big Brady fan. You've seen downstairs in the basement, I have a big picture of Brady, but. In saying that, I think the Kansas City Chiefs are the best team I've watched all year. I think they they are the better team. Now, I the game is a pick 'em. I mean, mm-hmm. it's hard to go against Brady, but if Kansas City plays the way they know how to play, they win the they win the ball game.
0: Right? Yeah, I, yeah. I I mean, we saw them play earlier in the year, and what Bucks can't do is let Tyree kill get 200 yards in a quarter i mean that that goes without saying yeah. uh yeah try, try not to do that um but yeah, i think kelsey's the bigger x factor for me rather than tyreek just because he can do so many things i mean he he's you talk about drops he doesn't drop any he just he catches it and he gets the first it seems like every time he catch the ball it's a first down like he's just a and this is crazy man i really i looked this up this week him and gronk are the same age they're 32 yeah. don't they look like different players <laughs>
1: Man, so so I'm I'm 27, just turned 27 last week, and I feel older than Tyree Hill. Yeah, I'm like that guy is a spry out there. Yeah, and it is crazy to think that him and Gronk are the same age. That's you know I never knew that, but that's 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 intriguing for sure.
0: Yeah, um, but you know Mahomes has been two weeks, so maybe his foot's better. But you know for for him slide, don't take the unnecessary hits because it's it's yeah. a long game with that pass rush. Um, but yeah, I it's, I agree with you for the most part. Just stay the course. Uh, play mistake-free football. You know, Mahomes didn't play great in the Super Bowl last year. Obviously, it was his first one. I think he battled some nerves. But uh, for him, maybe they they throw a curveball to us, Matt, and they actually run the ball a ton. That would shock everybody. I mean, they don't normally, but maybe it's not the conventional way. Maybe they, you know, they do some end arounds with Tyree Kill. We saw Mikko Hardman in the AFC championship game, he took one for 54 yards. So some big splash plays like that, you know, I'm sure Eric benemy and, and Andy Reid's got something in their bag of tricks, so to speak.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I think there's going to be, I know we're talking about it, some defensive X factors for, for the game. And, and I think this game could come, I think it's not going to come down to the offense. I think it's going to come down to the defenses of both mm-hmm. teams Yeah, because the, the, I mean, we, it's the old saying, you know, offense is great. Defense wins championships. And I think we're going to get a, a great idea of that, a great vision of that, uh, this Sunday that which defense is going to play better.
0: Yeah. Um, so you, you mentioned that defensive X, X, factors, um, who do you, who's your X factor for, we'll start with Tampa Bay. We'll both give ours and then we'll, we'll compare and contrast.
1: So for for Tampa Bay, I don't really have one player. I have um, the whole defensive line. Right. That is my X factor. Is that line as a unit? Can they get to Mahomes? You know that if they can get to Mahomes, I mean, I that that's the X factor for me in the game. Like, can yeah, they
0: absolutely? And
1: you know, his foot is not a hundred percent. No, it's
0: so, not, not you know, going to be. I
1: don't think he's going to be running as much as he normally does. Now, can you get to him? Can you sack him early? an early or at least force him to run because, you know, his foot isn't at a hundred percent. So I know he's amazing. He's the best quarterback out of the pocket, I think in the league, in my opinion, but mm-hmm. at least still force that pressure. Can you get to him um, On Kansas city, for me, it's the secondary. Mm-hmm. It's, once again, not a single player, but the secondary, your safeties and your cornerbacks, they are key to this game. I think if the safeties and the cornerbacks can do a good job on the wide receivers. Of Tampa Bay then this could be a blowout if they shut right. down those guys yeah. I don't think it's going to be a blowout I think it's going to be a close game but to me the safeties and the wider receiver or the sorry the safeties and the cornerbacks are massive for Kansas City
0: yeah no all good points um, I think you know with the Tampa Bay defensive line like you said you know Vita Vea coming back is a huge ad I mean he's just a, a massive human being I think I looked this week he weighs like 350 pounds or something like he's a Huge human in the middle going up against the center. They got you know obviously in in Sue who's he's he's had a career uh, not always the most uh, legal guy, but you know he 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 does what he does. For me, I said for Tampa, Bay, I said Jack Barrett, and uh, obviously he's going to be coming around the edge. Uh, he played in that Denver Super Bowl too, so he's you know he's won a Super Bowl playing alongside Vaughn, um, but with no Eric Fisher, with no Mitchell Schwartz he's got the advantage before the game starts. I mean, he's, I think if he can get, you know, two, to an. I think he could have a huge game if, if the box win and, uh, or, you know, Jason Pierre, Paul on the other side's just as important. I mean, he's a, he's a beast too.
1: So those are two guys that I have my eye on for some prop bets yeah. for Sunday. Those mm-hmm. are some guys that I think can make a huge difference. And I looked at their, their, their odds are like, you know, 60 to 65 to one, 75 to one on those two guys. And and I think I might throw a little little jingle down on both of them.
0: Is that to win the MVP?
1: That's to win the MVP. Yeah. I would. And at, at, yeah. at sixty-five to one, I mean, that's that's the to me that's worth putting the money down on on one of them because, as you said, I mean, Kansas City's they're missing some big pieces up front.
0: Mm-hmm. So if
1: those guys can get there, you know, get a couple sacks, you know, a couple quick sacks, those could be that could be the difference in the game early.
0: Yeah. uh, We saw, well, against Green Bay, the the first pass play they ran, they sacked Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that set the tone for the whole game because, you know, Tampa had already scored. They got a three and out. Then they continued to get points. And, you know, it was, you know, Green Bay was behind from there. Um, And then I I just said for Kansas City, I said the Honey Badger, uh, Tyron Matthew. I mean, he, I think he's playing the best. I think he's had his best year of his career. And he's been a really good player for a long time. But he's all over the field. I mean, he just – he reads better than almost anybody I've seen. Like, when he gets an interception, it doesn't even look like he should get it, but he's overthinking the quarterback, and he, he's he's there in you know, seconds. He can lay a hit if you need him to. Um, he can go. I think he can cover. You know, a Godwin in the slot. I think that's an intriguing matchup to watch as, as the game gets closer. But you know, he's another guy. I, I wouldn't be a bad idea to sprinkle some uh, MVP money on. I think because he you know, if he gets a pick, maybe two and forces a fumble or something that it moves him up, you know, the the category for MVP.
1: Absolutely. And there's some P players, some players that get nicknames that they don't really deserve. Mm -hmm. That guy's nickname as the honey badger is perfect for him because he's an effing honey badger out there. Uh, (laughs) Like he's all over the place. Like we said, like he's involved in every game when you watch a game you know he plays right and they miss him when he's not there oh yeah so he could easily have a big game now could a guy like mike evans hit him with a double move mm-hmm. you know could, sure. could that happen that could be like i said that could be a difference maker and that could lead to maybe mike evans getting an mvp of the game right. so there's another guy i have my eye on there's a there's a there's a, there's a lot of guys this year around yeah. mine like normally there's you know one or two um i hit hit it pretty big a couple of years ago in edelman on the mvp at forty to mm-hmm. one. That was nice. But there's a few guys I'm looking at where there's a lot of difference makers on both teams. Now it's it's going to be interesting to see. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. There's a lot of different ways this game can break. And I, I think, you know, we mentioned only the defensive guys, but I just think on offense, it's so hard to win an MVP. I mean, we saw Edelman and that was really because, you know, he had a huge game. He made that catch, you know, he's made some big catches, but you know, Brady really didn't play well against the Rams. Like he didn't deserve to win the MVP. It was going to either be him or probably Hightower. I think, you know, on defense, he had, he had a big game, but it's hard for a receiver to win, win the
1: award uh, normally anyway. Yeah, for sure. And like, I know throwing it to to the Brady Mahomes matchup. I mean, that's for the fans. That's pretty intriguing. Don't you think?
0: Oh, for sure. Uh, You know, you got Mahomes, you know, one Super Bowl. He's already won an MVP, fifty touchdown passes. You know, against Brady, who's done it all. Like we said, he's forty-three, still playing at a you know decently high level. He's got the opportunity to win his seventh ring this weekend. Um, you know, Tony Romo said something interesting that it was mm-hmm. the biggest game of Mahomes' career because um, if he loses, he'll never be able to pass Brady. Um, do you agree with Romo?
1: So I, I saw that, and I actually had that at my notes to touch mm-hmm. on, and. It, it's very, it it could be, it's, man, it's, I love Patrick Mahomes and I think he is the most exciting quarterback I've ever watched, but Mm -hmm. I think Brady's the best quarterback I've ever watched. Right. So seven, seven's a lot, man. Well, just think about the difference. If, if he wins, he's got two, Brady has six, right? That's only four more. I know it's four Super Bowls, but it's only four. Right now, if Brady gets seven and you have one, Six Super Bowls. That's that's the one basically having to go to the Super Bowl like you have to do what Brady did. Basically, right. you have to do you have to have the same career as Brady to catch him, if that's the case. I, I kind of do agree with Romo in this sense that he has to win. Not I mean, he doesn't have to win the game to go down as a as a great quarterback.
0: Yeah, he does he's not a Hall of famer
1: already. He's uh-huh. a Hall of Famer already, which is crazy to say. Yeah. But to get to where Brady is on the number of rings, I think it's a must-win.
0: Yeah, I think it's pretty close to a must-win. Um, you know, I I think it's kind of cart before the horse here for Romo mm-hmm. to say. I mean, he, it's going to be a, if he wins, it's his second ring. Who says he wins another one? I mean, you know, Brady went eight years without winning one, and that's and he's playing until he's forty-three here. I don't know if Mahomes is going to be playing until he's forty-three. Uh, not a lot of guys have that crazy. You know mental fortitude to keep playing um you know i think where do you stand on you now? this is kind of an interesting topic on number of times going to the super bowl compared to winning so you know for people in the nba world they'd say well you know lebron's been to 10 10 10 times mm-hmm. uh you know michael went to six but he won all six what what's more important to you the longevity the number of times you get there or the amount of times you win it
1: great question Great question, Jug. Uh, just one last thing on the on the Romo thing. Yeah, you got to remember who's calling the game
0: Roma. this weekend.
1: <laughs> you got to remember what company has the game. CBS. Right? CBS yeah. is trying to pump this game up. Yeah. As if, if, I, I guarantee, if Fox is covering the game, Romo doesn't say that comment.
0: No, he doesn't do the interview.
1: He doesn't do the interview, but he doesn't. He's not pumping the game up. But the fact that CBS is covering it. That's why he's trying to get as many eyes, I mean, as many viewers as possible. Yeah. Now, going to your question, oh, man, I, I like winners. Yeah. I, I think Michael Jordan's the best basketball player to ever play the game. In the sense of the NFL, I still, I think Brady is the GOAT mm-hmm. with the amount he's won. I mean, he, he, it's not like he has three right all right he's got six mm-hmm. so he he's, he's still he's winning more than he's losing right now do i think you know someone who has three someone's been to three and they've won three haven't they? Uh,
0: there's joe he's been there's to four.
1: one four okay joe is who i'm thinking so that's that's so impressive. la
0: la you know, la's lost a couple he won two but like what LA's, about bradshaw bradshaw that's who it is
1: yeah. Oh, has three right yeah. three or yeah. four and he's never lost i don't yeah. think yeah so i now if you're saying where if you're comparing you know say brady only had three mm-hmm. i think you can really compare him to joe montana or bradshaw but right. now, but the fact he has six mm-hmm. i mean he's one more than he's lost so you got to give the guy credit right like he, he's the goat. but there does say something about getting there and winning winning is the ultimate in sports. It's the ultimate thing at the end of the day you know you you're a winner you lose the super bowl you lost yeah you, know, you, you didn't you got to the super bowl that's great but you you know no one goes around saying i made it to the super bowl yeah. you go around saying i won the super bowl you know you know hey i'm, I'm a stanley cup finalist yeah Congratulations. <laughs> who'd you lose to yeah hey, like winning means something i in my opinion anyway
0: yeah no yeah i'm it's such a tough one because, you know, nobody thinks Messier is better than Gretz. I mean, anybody who watches hockey knows Gretz is better than Messi, but he's got six, six cups, so good on him. You know, it, it's such this big thing. Um, but, yeah, Brady being 6-3 and three is definitely big because, you know, I listen to Dan Patrick sometimes. I think he's got good um, philosophy and kind of metric for this. He's kind of like, well, you know, Joe Montana's 4-0, which is obviously impressive, but what did he do the other years? Who's in the league? Like he didn't get to the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. You know, Brady is mm-hmm. getting there. You know, ten out of nineteen times. So you got to give him credit for that. Um, but yeah, I think for him the biggest thing is that he's won more than he's lost. Uh, yeah. I don't think I don't think losing this weekend hurts his legacy whatsoever. Maybe six and four. You're still two games, two Super Bowls above five hundred. And yeah. you know, I, I I still think LeBron's four and six. He could easily get back to another one. I don't think it kills his legacy that uh, you know he's lost, you know, a few here.
1: Yeah, and like you said, it's not like Brady's got to the Super Bowl with, you know, it's not like he's rode the coattails of some of his teammates to get there. Like there's no. been some years where Brady brought a really ragtag bunch to the Super Bowl. So, yeah. you got it like that's so impressive, like especially in football to bring an average team to the to the Super Bowl and, you know, yes, you're going to lose your fair share. Unfortunately, like like I Mo, Joe Montana, if he would have got to more Super Bowls,
0: Probably might have
1: lost one, you know? So yeah. the fact is he's on his 10th Super Bowl jug is just, it's crazy. And I think that people are actually more intrigued for this one that he's not wearing a Patriots jersey. They're not like, oh, just another Super Bowl with Brady in the, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not watching your, your average fan isn't going to be like, oh, well, just you know, Brady's back again with, with, with the Patriots, you know, another Super Bowl. you know, let's start drinking, you know, what time is the bar open? Right. You know, I think it's different. I think people are more intrigued this year that he's there with a the new team.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think the Patriots fatigue was wearing on people. Um, you know, that's, that's just fandom. You know, they get, t- they get tired of seeing an organization succeed when yours is, you know, in, down in the dumps. Like if you're a Jets fan, you can't root for new England. I mean, come on. You've been so inept for forever. I mean, you can't root for Bill and Tom to keep succeeding. But, yeah, Mahomes, it is a big game. But I think, like we said, the odds of him ever passing Brady in Super Bowls, let alone Super Super Bowl appearances, is slim to none. I mean, 10, that's – you need some breaks. You need to have a long career. You need to stay healthy. I mean, Tom, the biggest thing for him is he stayed healthy. Other than 2008, he's he's gotten – you know, lucky and he's got, he's worked for it, but you also got to have a lot of luck to stay healthy in the NFL. And yeah, he's
1: gotten the, the breaks that way too. For sure. And you know, the other thing too, and you know, this is kind of a hot take, but you know, when you get to get to the Super Bowl, so many in any sport, so many players put so much pressure on themselves. It's natural to do that, but just enjoy the moment. Like you never know when you're going to get back to another one. Like for some of these guys, maybe not Mahomes, maybe not Brady, but some of these guys just don't put, go out there, play your game, you know, do what got you there, you know, and go out and have fun. Like you're in the Super Bowl, You have, you know, 500 million people watching you. Enjoy the game. Yeah. Like, you know, don't, don't put too much. Yes. Obviously there's a ton of pressure, but try not try just to think about it as another game, because when you put that much pressure on yourself as an athlete, I know it, it hurts you. It doesn't like don't as Mahomes, don't go out there and say, I got to beat Brady. I got to beat Tom Brady today. Just go out there and play the way you played all year. Chances are you do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a great point. I think, you know, I think the world junior players kind of get caught up in that too, where they're like, okay, we have to win this gold medal for Canada or we're going to get ripped online. Like you're playing for your country. It's a pretty cool opportunity and you should feel proud. And just, like you said, enjoy the moment. And for, for Mahomes and Brady, Brady wants to keep playing, but who knows? this could very well be this this should be his last super bowl. I mean, we're looking at his age, we're looking at everything. He could be back, but you're playing in a home super bowl, the pandemic year. You guys made it. The other 30 teams couldn't do what you did and just kind of, you know, revel in that a little bit as much as you can.
1: For sure. Now, I'm going to one thing about Brady and this mm-hmm. is something I'm lying more than anything else in this super bowl. Mm-hmm. is i don't know if you've seen the prop bet on brady's rushing yards or not what <laughs> what do you think brady's rushing yards are for the for the super bowl um
0: hmm, five and a
1: half 0.5 wow he's got to rush for one yard oh he'll the do Odds that. makers are saying he won't he will so for I'm, sure. I'm throwing all my money on
0: oh I, yeah
1: on brady oh, to God rush God. for Quarter- one quarterback yard
0: sneak quarterback sneak there
1: one quarterback sneak so i don't know if there's anyone listening here who's who's, gam- who's in gambling but <laughs> i that brady prop bet of one yard because that's going to be interesting
0: yeah i'm thinking you have three or four quarterbacks that's what i'm saying
1: it's going to be like higher I, uh, yeah wow zero and, a half. Yeah, zero and a half. when i saw that i 0.5 i couldn't believe it i that's one i got my eye on now is there anything jug that you kind of you know what do you like? Halftime show? Like, did you watch the halftime show, or is there any prop bets you're on, or are you just focused on the game?
0: Um, yeah, normally I throw the halftime on mute. To be honest, well, yeah, I'm not, the weekend's not exactly my uh, cup of tea. Uh, That's yeah. not your bag, eh, Judge? Not my bag. No, I, you know, maybe like throw it. Maybe get Fleetwood Mac to come back. I would be all in on that. If they could come out of retirement and do that. But yeah. Uh, Maybe the one I get intrigued by every year is the national anthem, the length of it. I think you can bet on that, right? Yep. You can and bet on the, the length. Eric Church doing the anthem?
1: Eric Church. Eric Church. So that's going to be interesting. I, I go the under.
0: I think he's he's quick.
1: He'll be quick. You're going the under? All right. Well, I'll, maybe I'll listen to you and throw something on the under. But there's a few guys that, you know, I have my eye on for just, just on the betting side for MVP. Mm-hmm. And I got my eye on Kelsey at 11 to 1. Mm-hmm. And, and Tyreek Hill at 11 to one. They're both 11 to one. I, yeah. I think either one of them, maybe, um, uh, you know, like you mentioned the defensive players on Tampa Bay. I'm going to really take a look the next day or two on those guys. There's like you said, those two players on the, on, on the edge. Yeah. At 65 to one, I yeah. might throw a little money on that. Yeah, um, on the betting side, if, if, if you're looking to make any money, I don't think you bet the Holmes or Brady. The odds just they're, they're like 1.8, 2.5. I think you're better off betting less money and throwing it on a wild card. Um, and this is crazy to say, but Indomitian Sue at 125 to one and Rob Gunkrowski at 135 to one right now. Mm -hmm. The Gronk at 135 to one, I have my eye on. And and another player is, uh, Le'Veon Bell at 126 to one. Wow. And and the reason I say that is because you can get two or three easy one to two yard touchdowns, and people look and say, "Whoa, two touchdowns in the Super Bowl," where you might not have done anything for the whole drive, and then you get the ball handed off to you and you run around right, a two yard good touchdown. Point.
0: Good point. Yeah. So those
1: are kind of the you know look at White for uh, for New
0: England, yeah,
1: uh, New England a couple of years ago, like, three touchdowns Super Bowl. He uh, had some good rushes, but a couple of those touchdowns were one yard rushes. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a lot of value being made that, you know, there's a lot of players this year that I have my eye on. So it's going to be tough, but uh, the one bet I'm really looking at is the Brady over 0.5. And if you're watching the game, if you see Brady take off for one, you know, there's going to be one happy guy. That's yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you know how many, what's the uh, over under on Gronk catches? All
1: uh, right. I think it's four and a half. Ooh. I don't, I think it's too many. That's too many. I'm surprised. I yeah. They don't want people think, to bet on that. Oof. No, I, I think it's too many. I, I, I'll have to look. The last time I looked was last night. I think it was at four or four and a half. I, I was going to think many. it was going
0: to be like two. Cause that's what he's been yeah. at. I was going to say take yeah. over, but yeah. Hmm. Now
1: in when it comes to betting in Super Bowls, I am an overs guy. I right. like, I like seeing stuff happening. So I only bet overs now for me. I think there's two easy overs. I think it's Tyree kill and Travis Kelsey. They right. have them both at five and a half right now, which is mind blowing to me. I think you take that all day long.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, especially yeah, Kelsey. You'll have, you'll have 10 plus.
1: Exactly. But I, I mean, you. it's exciting to, that. like I said, we're, we're here. We're at the Super Bowl. I'm going to be disappointed on Monday when it's over and there's no yeah. football. But thank God we got here. It's exciting. I hope everyone enjoys the game. You know, don't be an idiot. Don't go to a Super Bowl party with 30 people you know, mm-hmm. keep it quiet, you know, stay at home with your steady 10, whatever it is, but just, you know, enjoy the game. And, you know, this is a quarterback matchup. You may never see for the next, you know, 20, 50, hundred years. Yeah. Enjoy this matchup.
0: I, I Agreed completely. And, you know, just like, you, like Matt said, do your bets at home, make some food and then just couch it and enjoy yeah. it. You know, it doesn't have to be, we'll be back next year. You know, you can go to the bar, you can go do your st- stuff next year. Let's just sit down, watch the game, watch the
1: weekend. If you're into the weekend, you can hear him sing. <laughs> and Eric's- who do you have, Jug? Who do you have winning? Who's your team? <sighs> I know, I'm dreading it too. I I am I'm will take pick. pick
0: I'm gonna uh, I'm going with the Bucks. Um I'm gonna go Bucks 31 28. And I'm gonna pick Shaq Barrett to win the MVP. So 65 to one, I'm hammering. I don't bet, but I'm hammering it. Um, but awesome. Yeah, I. The offensive line scares me, and I think with those edge rushers, they're gonna to get to Mahomes. They might create a forced fumble in there, and I think Barrett will have a big game and he'll win the MVP. But yeah, I, I got the Bucks narrowly beating them.
1: I I as a I, as a Brady fan, I have to take the Bucks and. And I do, I think Kansas city's better. Yes. Do I think that bucks can find a way to win? Yes. Now, if I'll take, I'll throw a little jingle on Barrett. If it hits, I owe you. Well, next time you're in Fredericton, I'll buy you, I'll buy you a couple beers. How about that? Sounds
0: good. Sounds good.
1: All right. Well, I appreciate it, buddy. I'm looking forward to the game and I'm sure there'll be a few texts flying back and forth on Sunday night
0: absolutely we'll be in touch but yeah uh you know you've been gracious with your time during the nfl season so uh, matt i really appreciate it and we'll talk some hockey down the road but but thank you for your time always
1: oh thanks for having me on jug i love i love being on talking some football it's nice when i'm not at the get out of the rink and you know not just talk hockey it's nice to you know mix it up talk some football and uh looking forward to the super bowl buddy thanks again
0: Awesome. Well, everybody, like Matt said, stay home, uh, just cook some food, watch the game, but uh, enjoy the Super Bowl and uh, stay safe, everybody. And we'll talk soon.